championships. Not one, championships. Not LeBron, tell us about that. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. No question about it, I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number five of the Battered Heat Fans Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Granado. Alongside me, I got another three Battered Fans. And your Miami Heat are the hottest team in the NBA. Those those numbers that LeBron was counting in the intro, those are the number of wins. And he's going to keep counting because this team is hot. They finally got things figured out. They were one and four. They are now eight and four, climbing the Eastern Conference standings. And uh, things are just looking up for the team, man. I I can't wait to get into it. Uh, I, I, let's see. How should I start? Then? Let's start over with uh, Mr. Cigar, Oakland Raiders over here. Uh, how you doing, Solana? I am doing amazing. Let me tell you, man. It has been an unbelievable Thursday for me. My national team, Uruguay, just stomped on the world champion, Messi-loving Argentina. <laughs> And not only did I get to see that, but the Heat stomped all over a New York team once again. Once again, because I know we didn't beat them last time, but, you know, we stomped the New York team in the playoffs last year. So once again, and that just brings a lot of happiness into my life. Can can we not merge the Nets and the Knicks, please? They're two completely different franchises. (laughs) I agree, but they're both located in New York, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, like, keep that trash away from the Nets. Like, we don't, we don't. The Knicks are, are just another thing. So, um, so but, um, I yes, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do like that the Heat finally ended that five game losing streak against the Nets, which is yeah. I, I felt like it's almost like they knew it because they came out ready to play. Like they, they Jimmy Butler, oh, look, we're going to get all into all that. And uh, let me not get ahead of myself. Italy Jet, how are you doing, sir? Oh, man, I am. At least one of my teams is doing good, man. It's been <laughs> rough for me this week, guys. I'm telling you, hey, it's it's great. Seven game winning streak. You can't ask for anything else right now. It's everything's going the way it's supposed to go right now. And we're doing it. We did it even without Butler for a game. We did without Martin and Hero right now. Like heat culture is at an all time high right now. Let's go. Chris loves to hear that. How you doing, Chris? (laughs) Oh, your mic is off, sir. Yeah, you're muted. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that it's literally just culture bleeding out onto the court, right? I mean, look yeah. at that. Yeah. Look at Solana; he's already got the culture <laughs> hat on. He's got the cigar. I mean, it's almost lit. Like I don't even know what's in there. If it's tobacco, if it's that the greenery. I mean, at this point, everybody's just celebrating. So, you know, uh, let's, let's get go. to it. Hey, well, honestly, you know I, what's I guess, in here, Chris? It's just yeah. pure, pure culture. It's pure culture. Yeah, that's perfect. It's pure culture. Uh, we we oh, usually man. start with the – we usually uh, go over the, the week that was mm-hmm. and go over the last games. But I guess since we're literally coming on right after a game, I guess let's start with tonight. So the Heat come in riding a six-game win streak. And, I mean, they haven't had the best of luck against the Nets. They had lost five in a row, I believe it yeah. was. And I think the Heat knew that, especially because they should have won last game and they blew it in the fourth quarter. And they weren't going to let that happen today, especially Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler looked like he was a man possessed out there tonight. And um, look, Hero is out, but Duncan is picking up the slack. Bam Adebayo is looking like he could be realistically in MVP conversations now. And everything's just looking up and up. So I'll start with Solana. Solana, what did you think about tonight's game? Oh, 
I uh, I remember having my conversation with Chris last week, and uh, I said, you know, we were going to go undefeated. Uh, it was the only home game in 21 days for the Heat, and I'm happy we, you know, I'm happy we got a win. You said Jimmy Butler was played like a man possessed tonight. He's been playing like a man possessed maybe for the last three games. It looks like he got his preseason legs under him finally, and I mean, Spo, like I like I've been telling you guys, man, Spo is spoing. Uh, mm-hmm. He's finding ways to plug, you know, plug it, plug and play, man. Spo's got his system, and he's doing his thing. And bro, Solana is loving it. Let me tell you, I am loving it. Uh, Jimmy Butler ended up with thirty six points, uh, and like we said, he came out like a man possessed. He uh, was uh, ten for eleven from the free throw line. Obviously, he's the only one that gets to the free throw line consistently. But he was ten from eleven from the free throw line, two for five from three. I he was he was playing lights out. He was a plus minus. He led the team. Oh no, I'm sorry. Kevin Love led the team with 16. But uh, Jimmy Butler was a plus nine. He was just all over the place. Italy. What did you think about tonight's performances? I mean, it's everything that you wanted from. I'm highlighting Highsmith. Ever since we put him in, we've gone on a seven game winning streak. I love his defense. I love the way Bam is just being the Bam that we wanted him to be, and he's doing that and more jimmy getting that getting out there and just attacking like we want duncan everything that's been going with this kid for a long time to have it come out in a seven game winning streak when heroes down i'm excited to see what duncan's got and jjj baby that's my guy let's go i'm excited it's been it's it's good night well since hero went down we knew somebody had to pick up the slack yeah. and let's be real Duncan Robinson is the white version of Tyler Hero. It, it, it's so, been trending on Twitter. Yes, it's like, yeah, he's the white version of Twitter. Tyler it's Hero. Serious. And and as Chris has been talking about it for a few weeks now, his game has developed. He's not just a spot-up shooter anymore, and he's picked up the slack. What do you got to say about your boy Duncan Robinson, Chris? Listen, that's tonight, what I was going to leave. Six for ten. Six for ten yeah, from three tonight. Six for ten from three behind the arc. He's six for ten. That's a beautiful sixty percent. I'll take that every day, twice on Sundays. Uh, I was going to start off with that. Duncan Robinson is that guy, right? I mean, we're talking about shelling out twenty six points in the game. He super. I mean, he played efficient, right? You'll take that, Duncan Robinson, every single game that you can. I mean, obviously the 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 clip is is raising because of no Tyler hero, but like, this is what you need out of players like Duncan Robinson. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he was able to come through like that and play so efficient with the, with, especially with the amount of minutes that he played. I mean, Kyle Lowry had three points. What are we doing? Uh, You know, he had, yeah, he had three assists. I mean, he had, you know, Jimmy Butler had the same assist. Go get a job, Kyle. Right. So, Easy. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm going a little <laughs> crazy, on, but like somebody's, on, somebody's got to be a little critical clause? here. Give look, me somebody's- look, look, you, you, you know, you, you might not be happy at Kyle Lowry's game today, but he's had a couple of a decent games over the yes, stretch. He has. Yes, he's he had has. a couple of decent games, but you know, I the last two, like you said, zero points last game, three points this game, you know, right. not, not too hot. So, I think it's going to be like that with him this season. It's going to be up and down with Kyle. And and the ones that are stepping up are the bench players, like like, like we've talked about all, all season, right? The bench and Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Duncan coming up with, like, this uh, this new, you know, two-man game with Bam. Uh, I, was, I was talking about it, man. Watch out for the Oop, but it looks like people are not, 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 not biting on the Oop, and he's just getting the drive to the basket every time. So I'm loving yeah. it, man. 
Duncan for life. I, I think yes. that that's been the, the thing that stood out to me the most so far over the last two weeks or so. That two man game that they that they got going, like they did it last year, but like it's really picked up this year. All those backdoor cuts by Duncan mm-hmm. Robinson to the basket, Bam attacking the rim, like it's gotten to a point where I'm not gonna say you don't need Tyler Hero because Tyler Hero is is necessary. Yeah. But if you can have Tyler yeah. Hero and Duncan yeah. Robinson performing at this level, mm-hmm. like you have it at all points, you have somebody like this on the court, which is obviously beneficial. I don't know if you want them on the court at the same time very often, especially defensively. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not great, but offensively, mm-hmm. like having these guys in the court at the same uh, on the same team, all at all points you have somebody like that on the court. Like this is this is good. Now I will tell you one thing that I have noticed, and I guess we'll move away unless anybody mm-hmm. wants us to bring up anything specific from this game uh, before we move on. No, nope. uh, I have noticed that the I feel like the ball has been moving around a little more now that Tyler Hero's yeah. in there because I feel like on this team the ball moves around very well and Tyler yeah. Hero is probably the only ball stopper on this team and since he's been gone I feel like I've noticed that a lot more now I don't want to say that Tyler Hero is is somebody that you don't want to see back because obviously he's a great player but I don't know how he's going to fit into this team when he comes back because the ball is moving right now and I love one of my favorite things about this Miami Heat team is how unselfish they are like Chris yeah. was killing Kyle yeah. Lowry scoring three points, but he's okay scoring three points. He's okay mm-hmm. not looking yeah. for the for the basket unless he needs to. Jimmy Butler is one of the few stars that right. will, will average twelve points happily and not give a crap. And right. Bam Adebayo is like you're you're like please be more aggressive. So this team is just constant ball movement. Tyler Hero is the only ball stopper, and I mean I, I I kind of hope that when he comes back he can kind of work his way back into this. Uh, Chris, you were going to say something. At least it looked like you were about to say something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my whole deal with Kyle Lowry, it's it's not about whether he's looking for those strong offensive stats or not, right? I think I think that those de- – I don't want to say that those days are behind him, but they're not they're not necessarily in front of him either. But the issue with him, it's, it's not about whether I want him to score tons of points or get a double-double. I just want a little bit more if you're if you're banging out 30 plus minutes a game. I mean is that like if you're banging out so many minutes a game, like give me more. Give me something else. I mean he's because a, he, like he, he had 24 today. Yeah, but I think good attempts, uh-huh. I think that from the point guard position, I think that you need more efficiency. I feel like you need to have an efficient point guard at the helm of your team. I mean, look, the team has Jimmy Butler, right? Tyler Hero when he comes back. But for the most part, like Kyle Lowry should be sort of, uh, you know, commanding a little bit more as well from time to time. Why can't he give me 10 points? Why is it too much to ask? Well, what a lot of people say about this Heat team is usually that they're not the team that necessarily needs a point guard, right? They don't need a point guard to kind of be ball dominant and create because the ball movement's there. And and Jimmy Butler creates, Tyler Hero creates, Bam creates from the Mm -hmm. post. So so in this this culture that we have, it's called positionless (laughs) basketball. So it's called positionless basketball where any player really can guard any position. And that's really what Spo was after. Um, but if if you don't mind me, Danny, I, I I'm glad that you brought up the Tyler Hero and, and and Duncan Robinson conversation because I like to call that the sponundrum. Uh, huh. you, you see, he's gonna have a big big, you know, I guess conundrum to think about when Tyler yeah. comes back from this injury because 
the starting lineup is now starting to gel, even though he's right. He's had, you know, six or seven different starting lineups this season. I mean, you're starting to see Duncan fit into that starting lineup with Kyle Lowry, with Bam Adebayo. And so you've already seen Tyler Hero as a six man. He, you've seen he can do that. So do you go back to that? I mean, that, that's my question for the three of you. Do you go back to that knowing that Tyler can be that guy and you ride the hot hand, which is Duncan, or do you just revert to, you know, Tyler back into the starting lineup and then maybe use Duncan as the, the sixth man off the bench? Before I go to Illity, I, I guess I'll answer real quick. I 100% would love Tyler Hero in the second unit. Like yeah. I said, he's a ball stopper. But when you get to the second unit, a lot of times with every team, there's, there's some difficulty scoring with the second unit, yeah, right? The yeah, offense yeah. is kind of get stagnant. You need somebody like Tyler Hero to help with that second unit. I think he would be great running the second unit. Him right. with uh, with uh, 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 Jaime uh, on the second unit, I think that would be a, yeah. a great combination okay, with yeah. Smith there at the three-point line Fair. defending. Fair. Uh, I would love to see him, and we've seen that he can do it. Now, is he going to be happy about it? Probably not, yeah. but... I mean, with this heat culture, like, what is he going to do? He has to just take it because that's what the heat culture does, right? Italy, what do you think sure. about Tyler Hero running with the second unit? I mean, I'm, I've am i always been the the guy with the hot hand. I always go with the hot hand. What have you done for me lately? It's unfortunate with his injury. But I think the second unit, you, you, it's proven that Jimmy and Bam and, and Duncan right now, if they're not on the court, you know, the, the second team struggles a lot. So if Hero can come in there, I'm okay with it. If you want to even want to move Duncan in there and, and here on the back or flip it, have Duncan there and here on the starting line, I'm okay with that too. But you have no choice. Like the hot hand is Duncan right now. He's our best three-point shooter right now. I think you got to do that. And just real quick to end up, to end talking about today's game, uh, I, I, looking at Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry's stats a little closer, in 24 minutes, he only gave you three points. That's true. He was one for one from three. But he had three assists, he had three steals, he had three rebounds. And he and plus minus, he was a, a plus steals. seven. So Kyle Lowry brings a lot to the table that isn't necessarily a scoring points. I wouldn't say he's like a Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons like literally doesn't score points. But Kyle <laughs> Lowry can hit a shot. He's just choosing to be get other players involved. He only took four shots. But if he needs to take a shot, you can trust him to make a, an open three or whatnot. I'm okay with what Kyle Lowry is doing. Would you want a better point guard? Yeah, maybe. But I don't think he's necessarily a detriment to the team. All right, so now let's work our way backwards. Last week, Solana said we're going 3-0. and I, I was like, nah, probably 2-1. and But they went 3-0. and I said 3-0 the week before. They went 3-0. and This team is on fire. And let's start with Atlanta. They went to Atlanta, and they, uh, they won in Atlanta. I was actually in Atlanta when that game was going on. I was hoping to find cheap tickets. I couldn't. Oh, Story for a different day. Um, so, anybody, Solana, you watched the game. What did you think about that Atlanta Miami game? I mean, you know, thinking, you know, right, right away, no, you know, Jimmy Butler. I'm like, shit, you know, <laughs> what, what's what's gonna happen here? What you know, what's gonna go on? You know, no Jimmy Butler. Obviously, no Tyler Hero. Mm -hmm. Who's gonna step up for the Heat? And little, you know, little did I know, JJJ, Italy's boy. Stepping it up, 20 points, four assists, fitting right in. You know, you got another big, strong night from Bam, 26 points, 17 rebounds. So, I mean, it's really just, you know, again, 
uh, just positionless, unselfish basketball that we're seeing from the team. Even guys like Drew Smith have been contributing over the last few games. And we talked right. a lot about that over the last few episodes as well. We said guys like Drew Smith and guys like, you know, Kevin Love, who's now coming off the yeah. bench, are going to get Even Richardson. Even Richardson. Exactly. So, I mean, they're taking their shots at the right time. And look, man, the Heat are just riding the streak. Like we said, there's going to be ups and downs this season. This is just an upstretch for us. So let's not get too excited. You know, I'm going to smoke my cigar tonight, but let's not get right. too excited. Um, but, hey, I'm happy, man. I'm happy with that Atlanta win. Well, I think I think that Bam Adebayo's performance just stands out alone for that game. The fact that he was able to contribute so much in terms of not just points, but rebounds and defensively. I mean, Bam Adebayo, to me, is the, is, is the MVP of that game, for sure. I mean, Triple 17 J. boards. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, Triple J played well, and I think that that was coming, especially with the fact that we didn't have Jimmy and we don't have Tyler Hero. So I, I'm actually happy that he was able to sort of do very well in that game. Italy, what you think about the weekend, right? Because they played against Atlanta, and they mm-hmm. went and took a plane and went to San Antonio, and uh, Duncan was shaking – how do you pronounce his name? Wanabaya? Wanbamiyama. Whatever the hell his name is. He was shaking him out of his out of his shoes. Wanbamiyama. What do you think about that the the Atlanta and San Antonio game? Containment. That's all I wanted was just containment. And we I thought we contained. Contained well. I think overall, it's a long road stretch, right? It's a long road stretch. It's tough. But even winning 118 and 113, I still felt like in the fourth quarter that it came back a little bit. We always give them room to come back. And then the, and the fouls afterwards. Overall, I still liked it from, from Duncan and Bam. But as long as we contained uh, the big guy, I was good. That San Antonio game, uh, it got closer at the end than it should have been. Jason yeah, yeah. Richardson, though, has been – Kind of off all year. He finally came to life those last like two minutes of the San Antonio game. But it was nice to see him come back to life. And look, when you can win a back-to-back on the road, that's mm-hmm. a win. I don't care who the opponent. It could be literally the two worst teams in the yeah. NBA. A back-to-back on the road, that's a that's a big win. So we had that. And then we went to, what was it, Charlotte for the in-season tournament? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about that game. What are your thoughts on the in-season tournament? I'll, I'll, I'll start with Italy. What are your thoughts on the in-season tournament? No problems. I love it. I like it. I I, I have no problems with it. What about it. the courts? The what? The courts. Love it. What's you wrong like with the courts? courts? Oh, I love it. This is not a that I don't mind. I like it. I like it. I like Chicago, something different. For example, it's cool. the Chicago Bulls court is literally all red. That thing is horrible to look at. I hate the Chicago Bulls. If the Celtics play... On that court, whoever's colorblind can't see because when you mix, oh no, I think it's blue and red that you can't mix when you're colorblind. So if the Knicks play red, on that court, red, yeah. it's going to be a disaster. Like, I don't know who thought up a red, all red court, but that's going to be a disaster. Uh, Solana, you're not a fan? I mean, I'm a fan of the tournament, but I'm definitely not a fan of the courts, man. I'm much more a fan of the culture court than I am of the, the in tournament court in terms of the heat. Um, so you're saying certain it, ones, right? Certain courts that you like and then you don't like, or no? Well, no, no. I, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of really any of the courts. Maybe there's one okay. or two in of, of like the, the the tournament courts that I like. I think I I said it on one of the shows. I think it was like Denver. I like the Denver court, and I think the other one was the Pacers. Those were the two that I liked. 
everything else i thought i mean it was just you know oof, just pure throw up that that's that's my that's my opinion you you want to know i you want to know what i think i think that uh honestly i'm not a fan of the tournament but i am a fan of the courts i do oh, like so the courts what? i feel you, like i feel like they, i feel like they, I feel like that they should take a little bit of a different approach, maybe a little bit more adjusting in terms of the style. But yeah, I like new. it. Yeah. And you know what? It, it kind of reminds me of like end one. Like, I mean, at this point, you might as well just throw uh, slam ball trampolines in the middle of it and everything, you know? I mean, maybe I'm just exaggerating a little bit. But, you know, I, I like it. I think maybe that it's good. Maybe at a four-pointer? Maybe at a four-pointer? Yeah, at a, a four-pointer. A five-pointer? Are you kidding me? Duncan Robinson what? would be uh, Will Chamberlain in this game. No, I mean, come on. Imagine, imagine, imagine Steph Dame Lillard, Curry, bro. Or oh, Dame Curry, yeah. James Lillard. I mean, those guys have range. Man, they no, would I, I will tell you, though. Bradley Beal, all them. For maybe the players like Jimmy Butler and Bam that are making big money, it doesn't matter. But if you talk about somebody like Drew Smith, for example, they're going to be busting their ass. Because if you can make half a million more, that's a big deal for somebody that's on a two-way contract or something like yeah, that. Yeah, man. So yeah. – I think for some players, it's, it means a, a big deal. And you know why I don't mind this as much? I don't mind it more than anything because it's not affecting anything. These, If this wasn't an in-season tournament game, it still would have been a regular season game. Yeah. So, And exactly. you're still trying to win it. So I don't think – I like that yeah. it doesn't take away from what the game would have been regardless. Maybe a little extra juice from the from the young guys that, that want to get make that money. Now, I don't know how I'm going to feel when that first week of December comes. And the only games that are, are on TV are literally just the tournament. Yeah. But uh, so far, I'm not minding it. And, and the courts, I don't mind either as much. There are some that I'm not a big fan of. But I like that when you see the court, you know it's the in-game tournament, in the in-season tournament. So, yeah, it's not too bad. I feel like they just tried to make it as shiny as possible to be able to capture the audience a little more. <laughs> um, and I think instead of taking that sort of shiny <laughs> approach – I feel like maybe each team should have taken more of an individual personal touch on the courts versus mm. making it shiny and neon and like stand outish. You mean yeah, like I the think, the heat coach? Yeah, but the uniformity of like <laughs> all the courts for the tournament being the same is what makes yeah. it. I like hey, it. Yeah. You turn on the TV, you know, hey, it's it's a it yeah. tournament time. Tournament, yeah. Because yeah. it's that court. But I'm just I, saying, yeah. you could have done something a little bit nicer with all the courts, or like with mm. the color coordinations, or I don't yeah. know. They could have played with that a little bit. Um, but I mean, first like, season. I'm a I fan. Mean, I'm a fan of like of like all this new stuff. And honestly, I think they should have jerseys for the in-game tournaments. Like special. Right. I, I agree. I like it. Like your yeah. like European football. Yeah. Yeah. Sound yeah. like that. It's oh. it, it reminds me of like the Florida Gators, like their like their feel. It reminds me of like what's going on in season tournament with these courts. Kind of reminds me of that for football. Well, and then going into the uh, in season tournament uh, against the Hornets, Jimmy Butler. I think that was his his coming out game this season. Yes, I think two points. The yep. first what uh, ten games of the season was like his preseason, right? Because he didn't have a preseason. Yeah. Getting his legs under him. All of a sudden, game eleven, Charlotte Hornets. Let's get to work. He put up 32 points, 10 from 14, one from one from three, uh, what four rebounds, five assists, two steals. Like he was on it. And Jimmy yeah. Butler is is finally here. Mm -hmm. And that spells trouble for the Eastern Conference because you know one thing I love about Jimmy Butler is you could talk to absolutely anybody. You could talk to a heat hater, somebody mm -hmm. that doesn't follow the heat at all. They right. know that Jimmy Butler's a dog. 
and and the dog is in him and it's coming out. And I just I just love to watch this guy play when he's when he wants it, right? Because you can tell sometimes that he's just like, yeah, going through the motions. But when he wants right. it, yeah, you could tell. And and I love that about Jimmy. And um, that's an in-season I, tournament win right there. I want to mention something, and I want to see what Solana thinks about my opinion. And I think I brought this up to you, Danny, before. Uh, Jimmy Butler, and I don't know if you agree with me, Solana, but he kind of reminds me of Latrosse Brewell. That time, of, yes, the type of player. Yeah, that kind of player that he was, super gritty, super grimy. Yeah, I get think it. I mean, yes, I think I think Jimmy Butler is is more of a superstar than Latrell. Yeah. I think Latrell was more of a role player, but in terms but in terms of the style yeah, Latrell of play, made it to the finals Absolutely, too, man. Absolutely. Right, I mean, they're I both that gritty. I mean, I I mean I mean I I like Latrell, man. I like Latrell when he played on uh when he played on Minnesota. Ah, uh, get the fuck out of here! Okay. Or when he, or when he choked, <laughs> yeah. or when he choked out his coach in, Go- in Golden State. That one was like, that was nice too. That was really nice. But I mean, can, can, you know, going back to the Hornets game though, going back to the Hornets game, you know, I, you know, we talk a lot about Jimmy Butler and a lot about certain players, but I tweeted out uh, during that game, you know, something about Spo, and and I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but you know, Lamelo had a was having a monster game. I mean, he had yeah. 28 points and. If you saw like the entire game and you saw all the different defenses that Spo was throwing at him and all the different players, so yeah. I think at one point uh, of the game he must have had like eight or nine different Heat players on him at you know at one point of the game. And if you think about that, how many other teams or coaches have the guts? to to do that with their players how they switch so much and how they trust their players to basically guard one through five and i just thought it was super gutsy and just i mean to for lack of you know for lack of a better you know word super spoey i guess like uh, just just you know the way that he did it like it was just it was just a, a, a just a key spolster win to me i like i like i tip my hat to the coach off to that win because you know i, I just thought he cut off uh, Charlotte's momentum at every step of the way. And, and I, I just thought it was that absolute genius. And so I know they always, you know, congratulate the players and, and, you know, point out the players, but I wanted to, you know, tip my hat to coach for that win. For sure. LaMelo ended up with eight turnovers that game. So, uh, Italy, anything on the, the Heat went over to the Charlotte Hornets? I mean, all the way down to the end, Mr. Washington, 32 points as well. I mean, it was neck and neck. They had a lot of injuries and, the fact that they kept up with the heat until the very end, even with those injuries, Washington, 32 points, ball, 32 points, William, 11 points. And then a couple of their bench players had 12 to 10 points. I, I was really like down the wire. I'm like, okay, this could be interesting. But then Butler, what can you do? Butler and Ban took over. It was nice. It was. Well, and I thought it was telling just for that game alone, the way that the first half played out, because in the second half, they were fairly close. But first quarter, I think I think the Heat were down. And then the second quarter, they came out fucking guns blazing and ended up doubling up on, on, the, on the points that Charlotte had. So that second quarter was absolutely key to be able to walk away with the win, and which is the reason why we are now four wins more than last episode. Absolutely. And can I well, tell you, I love, I love how intense Italy gets, and then he just ends it off with, it was good. Like super, super intense, like breakdown. It was good, you know. Well, and then 
Charlotte isn't a very team, uh, deep team. They they have some injuries, and I, I think that that's why in that second quarter, like Chris was was uh, was talking about, they took off because the Heat do have some depth, right? You have yeah. some players that can ball on yeah, the bench. Charlotte they did, do. and as soon as they put their second unit in, the Heat jumped on them, took advantage, and yeah. that's it. That, that that was the difference of the game. All right, High so, Smith, High Smith, and Bam, good defense too. The hundred percent. Oh, High Smith, I'm telling you, he's eventually going to become the the everyday starter. I don't know how long right. it's going to take for it to happen, but I think it's going to happen. Um, so, seven games in a row. And coming up on Saturday, we got the Bulls. Home and home, actually, because we got the Bulls on and Sunday the, and Monday, Monday. And then on Wednesday, right. we got the Cavs. So, we mm-hmm. got three games coming up before we record our next episode. Yes, sir. How long does this win streak go, do you think? I'll start with Chris. How long did we – we're at seven right now. We got the Bulls on a back-to-back. And then the Cavs. How far does this go? And by the way, uh, the only home game is – am I looking at this right? Oh, I'm sorry. All three games are on the road. For some reason, they play against the Bulls in Chicago Saturday and Monday. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And uh, then the Cavs. Saturday, Monday, yeah. Yeah, then Cavs. So all three games are on the road. Chris, next three games. I, I, I mean – I think it's pretty safe to say that right now, I think that we're going to win three games in a row, right? Because so I mean, you're going to you 10 have... games in a row. They haven't won seven games in a row since 2017 18. But I mean, we're talking about playing against a Bulls team who is four and eight. I mean, yeah. their recent games have been garbage. You have the Cavaliers who are five and six right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not in a trajectory that any team in the National Basketball Association wants to be in. They lost to the Bucks just recently. They lost to the Magic. They couldn't even put up more than 94 points. They, they beat the Pistons, luckily. They got their ass kicked by the Suns. I mean, the, the Bulls are not anybody to, to, to lose sleep over at night. All right. So, so I think it's going to be you're three, going three wins and in a row. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Solana, next three games. You're going 3-0 and also? Let's go, Solana. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Say no more, Chris. Say no more. Three and zero, baby. Three and zero. Three and zero. Honestly, game, I don't think, I don't think we lose till Christmas. <laughs> uh, Italy. Next three games. What are you thinking? Three and zero. All right, we're all going. And out, and there's a lot of drama going on with the Bulls right now, and that can affect the team sometimes too. So, all right. So I, I guess. Baby. So we're all going three and zero. We all think we're going to be eleven and four by the time we record next week, or maybe we won't record on on Thursday since it's Thanksgiving. But we'll figure out when we record. Oh, shoot. all right. Um, yeah. but I, I do have two quick questions, and then we'll close this out. First question: Now that you brought up the drama in Chicago, Zach Levine, if he's available, would you trade Tyler Hero for Zach Levine? I'll start with Italy. Zach Levine for Tyler Hero. Do you do it? Absolutely not. Solana, would you do it? Straight up. Yes. Tomorrow. Chris, would you do it? I mean, Zach Levine's a good player, man. I, I, I feel I like definitely. I take a cigar and think about it. Uh, <laughs> I take a I cigar and think about Come it. Over, I think I'm fun. with. I think I'm with Italy. I don't. I don't know if no. I do it. Zach Levine, he's like he plays like Tyler Hero now because he's he used to be really athletic. He doesn't even play above the rim that much anymore. He's just a jump shooter now. Now, I mean, straight up, it is tempting. They're both always injured, so. I, I don't think I do it though. Don't no. forget what he culture did for Anthony Mason. 
Yes, that's what I was going to say. That's all that's I'm going to say. Yeah, let me tell you, you and me, we're right Ike here, Danny. Austin. Ike Austin. Anthony Mason. Oh, my God. Ronnie Cycling. Jamal Mashburn. This motherfucker Ike Austin. Guys here. Yo, I said it. That Mike Doliak. Jamal McGlore, you want to go Jamal McGlore? I mean, you want you want to you want to keep going. Ooh. We can go forward. Eddie House. Gotta... <laughs> I mean, you want to? Yeah, we can go all day, baby. Yeah, hey, Eddie House is a good day. example. Eddie House is a great example because yeah, I used to love when when he, 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 he scored, was a Boston, he used to play the he was garbage. Yeah, yeah Boston no, Eddie... and he was garbage, and then when he came back, he had a, a really good season off the bench. Want to talk about Mashburn? Want to talk about Skip to my Lou? Skip to Nobody thought he could be an NBA point guard. What's this guy? What's this guy? Uh, the the what, what's this guy? The shooting Who's guard, Damon Jones. The, yes, Damon, Damon Jones. Jones. No, no, he was a, he was a point guard. But you got Eddie Jones. We got Eddie Jones. Oh, Eddie too. Jones. Yes. Eddie but, Jones. But, I mean, but no, but Eddie Jones. I used to love Eddie Jones, even on the Lakers. The the thing is, Jamal Zach Levine Mashburn. is a player that average uh, that not averages gets paid like forty million dollars a year. Dan Madgerly. Matt Mad that was Madgerly was his name. <laughs> Marley. Guy. I love this. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, I think I, I forty do agree. million a year though for Zach Levine. I, I, I'll take Tyler Hero at the discount. I feel like you'll get more similar production. Let me tell you, I do agree with with Solana because I do feel like Tyler Hero would Eddie House it and then leave and not be great in whatever team he goes to. I mean, I think he'll be okay. I, I think he's going to get a starting position, but. I don't think that he'd be great. You're taking Zach Levine, who he is, and putting him on the heat. That's a yeah. little dangerous, Poppy. I think. I think. Oh no, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think that. I don't know how he fits. Mark Caruso. Caruso is a whole other. It's out of Caruso's. Would you? No, I think. I'm not I think, saying I think straight up. I'm needs. saying, would you get him? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, would you go I, after? Yeah, him? I, I would. I think anybody would want a, a good role player like that, but. I think the Heat, what they need is is that another another big name, I guess, I guess is what I'm saying for Tyler Hero. But I, I think that they're very similar. Last question. Will Bam Adebayo finally be taken seriously as a – not defensive player of the year, as an MVP candidate if we get to 10 wins in a row? Uh, Chris? I think so. I think so. Look, yeah. over the weekend, Jimmy Butler out. Was, was it like – 26 and 17, then 24 and 11. Bam is showing up today. He was fucking muscling Nick Claxting out of the paint, just dunking in his grill. Like Bam mm. is Bam is bamming. Uh Solana, yeah. MVP yeah, Bam, talk. Bam is bamming, but let's be real, guys. Everybody in the NBA hates Miami. Everybody in the NBA hates the Heat. So, you know, I don't think so. Absolutely. I think everybody loves no, the absolutely. I think, absolutely. I think everybody Wayne hangs Wade on the Miami robbed, Heat scroll. Wayne Wade was robbed of an MVP in 2009. LeBron James was robbed of an MVP in 2010, 2011. It was gifted to Derrick Rose. So don't come here and tell me that the NBA hates on the Heat. So I don't, I don't think, think so. You know, I don't Shaq, think that he'll Shaq be Shaq won up. it in 2005, was it, when it should have gone to Steve Nash? No, no, he didn't win it. He ended up second place. He didn't win it when he was in Miami. He ended up in second place against Steve right. Nash. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm just saying the Heat players are always overlooked, um, yes. and 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 that's I mean that's you know coming from a strictly Heat fan personality right there. You know, like I don't think so. I just feel like we're always overlooked. So I think everybody so loves my the answer is no. Bam will no. not be in the MVP conversation. I, I think he will be in the conversation. Will he win it? Probably not, unless this team ends up being first place in the East and and he ends up 
continuing this pace of 26 and 11 or 12. I think that then there's a chance, but I think he'll be in the conversation if the Heat keep hot. So yeah. Italy's with with Solana. He thinks he, that everybody hates yeah. on the Heat. I don't think anybody. I think everybody hates. I agree on the more heat with you, Dan, Danny. Danny, I agree four more with span. you. What you said at the end, though, like he'll be in the conversation. I don't think he's gonna win it, but he'll definitely be in the conversation. Yeah, no. The only way he wins it if they end up with the best record in the NBA or close to that, yeah. at least first in the East, and he's putting up 26 and 11, 26 and 12 consistently, and he's in Defensive Player of the Year conversation. All right, uh, any final thoughts, uh, Italy? Man, let's go 3-0. and Let's go. This team's rocking. I'm loving it. JJJ, what's the matter you? Lalana, any final thoughts? No, man, I'm just going to go smoke my cigar, enjoy this Uruguay win over Argentina. Uh, you know, there's nothing better when you beat the world champions. And, uh, and the I'm going to enjoy this. They won it all. Exactly. And I'm going to enjoy this, you know, this, you know, heat three game win streak. Hopefully, like we said, seven game. Three game win streak. Or sorry, seven, seven game, game win streak. Yeah. Well, personally, a three game, you know, on this last week. But, and like my boy Italy oh. said, three more. <laughs> Forget about it. Chris, final thoughts. Uh, 3-0, and oh, and I just want to tell Solana, Chris Gatling. Ooh, Chris Gatling. Oh. Yo. Wow, Chris Gatling. Give me, give me the headband, brother. Give me the headband. Oh, wow. Vladimir Stepanya. I have a heat I'll headband. I'll, a I'll ship it Weathers to you, Solana. Soon. I'll raise you a Clarence <laughs> Weatherspoon because he gave me a heart attack, and because of him, we were knocked out of a playoff game. Listen, I hate Clarence Weatherspoon. <laughs> I hate him. I'm I'm gonna throw one name out there, and it, it's such a that name changed an NBA rule. Vashawn Leonard. Ooh. I don't know if you remember that shot that he made over the backboard. They had to change. No, that, that was Anthony. No, no that, was that was Anthony that was Anthony Carter. Anthony well, oh, Carter was that Anthony Carter? Yeah, Anthony, yeah, Anthony Carter? I thought it was Vashawn Leonard. The playoffs. Oh no, Anthony Carter against yeah, the Knicks Anthony in the playoffs. Carter. I remember. Yeah, fuck he that. Made guy. It I thought it was Vashawn Leonard. It was. Yeah. Uh huh. That guy is a fucking bag boy right now. Thanks to Anthony Carter. What do you mean? Anthony Carter is an assistant coach for the Heat, baby. Whatever. Ooh, along with Chris Quinn. And thanks to him, we were able to get Shaq. So hey. Love it. Yeah, look. Wang oh, oh, there you go. Goodbye, mm. battered family. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you're listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate it. Please leave a comment, five-star review, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, comment. And as always, until the next one, have a good one. Jerome Beasley. Ciao.